0: Yes, people, it's episode 179 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? It's Sunday, the... what? The 5th? July the 5th. Um, in the morning. It's 11.25 in the morning on Sunday. I'm in the car, in the studio, if you will. Um, yeah, it's the day after all the pubs opened. It ain't good, and, um yeah some people are upset some people are happy it's um i've had to take a step back from it all in social media and so stop being so reactive i'm just trying to take a step back trying to see the wood through the trees and just realizing it's all a bit mad um you know pubs are opening my facebook is like I've got got my black Facebook and my white Facebook My black Twitter and my white Twitter And uh, pubs opened Black social media is like Why are they so excited about the pubs? This is going to be a second wave And then white Twitter is like Why do these black people keep having these raves? (laughs) They're gonna spread the virus, it's gonna be a second wave. Is exactly that the same with protests in the beach? Protest happens. Oh, it's gonna be a second wave. What about social distancing? Why are they all down there? And then beaches. The social distancing. Why are the white people all down there? And so it hasn't really been a second spike of anything, so um. How about we just all admit We only think there can be A second spike If people are doing things That we don't want to do <laughs> you know what I mean I wanted to go to the protest There won't be a second wave um, But I will say this though The pubs I went to a pub yesterday uh, To be fair And I left the pub After about the minute it is nuts I tell you what the difference is though between because I'm what I'm trying to say is that you know you can do all these things safely but difference with the pubs um, and the protests and even the beaches even maybe pubs you're indoors you're indoors. i am tell you what. There was The pub we went to, there was no social distancing. It was hilarious. It was four of us, right? Me included. We walked into, we queued up outside. You had to wait for a host to show you your seat. And um, we had to book. So it was that cool. Like, you had to book. You get shown to your seat. They probably got it all sorted out inside. Uh, we get shown to our seat. And there, there's people everywhere. They all sat down in their seats. But um, but yeah, it was hilarious because none of us wanted to say anything. None of us wanted to be the party people. We all got shown to the table, and no one sat down. We all kind of just looked at the table, looked around, looked at each other, and then someone just had the balls to go. Should we like just not? And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, unanimous. She's like yeah, yeah. All right, let's leave. We just all ran out the door, got our takeaway beers, and walked down to the river. But um. I don't know how much coronavirus I got from being in that pub for that short time. But definitely not as much as the guys who stayed in there all evening. I don't know how you'd want to stay in there all evening. And this is the thing about this whole coronavirus. It's it's the, it's the psychology of it. The mental aspect. It's going to take a while to go back to normal. Because I'm not an anxious person. But the anxiety I felt when I walked to that pub and I saw that many people indoors did see face masks. Um, food just jammed in there like nothing was wrong. I was just like, I, I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out. I can't be in here. Get me out of here. Nuts. I've never felt like that anywhere. And I've been to raves where people doing real disgusting drugs. Like not weed, but needles. Now, I've never, <laughs> I've never been to a party where there's needles. Pills, pills, powders um potions never needles i've no, never seen needles that that's i don't know i don't think you're at a party then i think you're just in the crack then if you actually see needles um yeah it's probably not a party but yeah man it was that oh it was it wasn't nice so i just left and if all the pubs in the uk were like that so it's where I have a motorbike to go past it's really far away. Still making noise. Yeah. Um. If all the pubs are like that yesterday, then I would expect there to be a second spike. Because at least with the beaches, it's like okay, you're. It's a lot of people, but it's open air. With the protests, a lot of people open it, and you're moving. But yeah, and the illegal raves, I think, yeah, there'll be a few spikes there. But the issue illegal raves is there weren't that many. Whereas pubs, they were nationwide. Some pubs were open from 6am. Some people were in those pubs. Now, is one thing I will defend is the desire to go to the pub and be there. Um, I get it. I get it. Get, you know, know a lot of black people like, why do white people want to go to the pub so much? Here's the thing. A lot of times we all jokingly, tongue in cheek, ask why people oh like England I'm talking about English why people oh that say they don't have any culture what's their culture? The pub, the pub is culture. It's a social place. It's a place a a public house. It's been there since buildings were were a thing in this country. So I understand why people want to go to their local. people know each other and there is a community feel in pubs and stuff and i get that so i understand why people want to go to pubs and hopefully some of those pubs that were reopened because i know many pubs i go to because it is a dying industry there's no more than 10 people in the pub anyway so mate, hopefully those pubs it was just the same thing and you know people could reconvene and see old mates they haven't seen for a while but those pubs in like london because we was down in uh, west london like by the river, like Q Brentford side. So where they where you get a lot of transient custom and you know, people is it's not their local people going there for a drink. Rather than it's the local and they go there for a little bit of a social. I guess it's the same, but it's just more numbers, man. It's just lots of numbers and there was a lot of people at that pub. The beer garden was packed. We thought we'd be sat like either spaced out indoors or in the garden and we were just sat cramped indoors. We was like not a chance. But man, but it's nice though. It was nice to see my friends. We had a barbecue, uh, my friend and his and his girlfriend hosted us for a barbecue. And um exquisite. Absolutely exquisite. When I get a garden it made me want to up my barbecue game. I say up it, start it. I have no barbecue game. If barbecue if barbecuing was tennis uh, i have no rackets no net no balls <laughs> no court no shorts now i have shorts but yeah so um it, yeah it was, it was nice it was cool man i think that's where it's going to be going forward people don't want to be outside they want to be around people they know so be prepared to see a few more uh, garden parties I'm telling you um but what's been going on in the world? I've I've got really hot. I just realised I'm overheating. Uh, maybe need to open the window a bit. I don't know. God, it is real hot. Really, really hot. Um, yeah, I have to flipping open the window. Jesus Christ. Little bit of breeze. Oh ooh. there it is. Oh, that's a right touch. Ooh. How much noise is that in the background? Eh, not that much. Cool, we can cope. Oh, just needed some breeze. Jesus Christ. That's ain't gonna be the problem to see those cars go past, but. Ah, you know I was in the car anyway. What's the don't matter? Um but what has been going on in the world? Um Kanye West running for president. How do you feel about that? Kanye 2020. Kanye West 2020. Um What what you, that has to be the ultimate distraction now, isn't it? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I even have to say that's a big distraction. If we vote for Kanye Bloody West I say we, I'm not American, but it will be us. Because everyone will have to take responsibility for that. Everyone in the Western world, black or white, rich or poor, we're all going to have to take responsibility if Kanye West becomes president. And uh, I'm here for it. I, I I want to see it. I want to see Kanye West as president. If we could have Donald Trump as president, let's get flipping Jesus. Kim Kardashian, first lady. Oh, when we try to explain that to the generation in 30 years time. While well, we have Kanye West as president. Oh, they, they won't even understand. Imagine if he did become president and he was actually super presidential. I would just love to have someone like that. As pre- I, I, I'm here for it. Just for the banter. Just, just you know, where we thought it couldn't get weirder. Having Donald Trump as president. If we could have Kanye West as president. ah. Oh, Exquisite. He's running as independent, which makes sense. If I get into my conspiracy theorist bag, he could be a plant for the Democrats. they also could be a plant for Republicans. He's gonna he's gonna steal votes from either side. But I'm not sure if he's actually done any official filing yet. I'm not sure if this is just social media headlines and nothing's gonna come of it. Which would be a shame, um, but I tell you what, it's trending and we don't need facts to to make us care, make us care if this is real or not, it's real enough, we want it, it's real enough. But we'll see, we'll see what's going on man, I mean I don't know, obviously the sensible part of me was like a, a very sensible world leader to make the world better. But then a very sensible world leader will just do the job well and the job description of president. They're not there to change the world, they're there it's a job role, it's a job title, and you and you get that job by being the most competent and filling ticking the most uh, boxes on the job description. Not by not ticking the box on the job description, so really not sure how Donald Trump became president. Shows how bad the Hillary campaign was, but if Kanye West can beat Donald Trump and Joe Biden, that would be special. Be flipping special. I'll tell you what it would do though. It would make it hard for black celebrities to endorse other candidates. If, you, if it, you make it very difficult for them to endorse, um, you imagine like, you, you're you're John Legend, and you've always been going against Trump. John Legend, Chris you you been going against Trump. You're on good music. Now you love your boy Kanye; he's your brother. But you like I can't endorse him as president. But I can't, I can't be seen to go against him, so I'm just gonna stay silent. Since I think a lot of celebs may just stay silent. It'd be interesting if Taylor Swift backs, right? If Taylor Swift backs Kanye. Oh, if they play this politically, they could get all the celebs behind them. And it depends if they, if they lean into like their prison reform stuff. They lean into that shit where they actually have, um, you know, a campaign... You know, like a topic in a manifesto that's actually hard to refute and then you just accuse people being against that like I was trying to bring in pr- prison reform and then when celebrities are like okay let's vote for Biden and it's like what? so you want innocent people to stay in prison? no I'm not saying that well vote for Kanye and Kim 2020 that'd be nuts it would just be nuts oh man I can't wait Let's see. I hope hopefully he files it all and it all comes all comes to fruition, because I, I, I want to see that. I've got time for that. Really do. Um, what else is going on in the world? Um, what else? Contronyms. I learned a new thing today. A contronym. Let me explain what a contronym is to you, if you don't know. Uh, so a contronym. So what is a contronym? Single words that have two contradictory meanings They are their own opposites They are their own opposites Are known as contronyms And they are quite rare Here are ten of them Right? So apology Apology is a statement of contrition For an action I'm sorry I did that mate But it's also a defence of one Like a rape apologist Nuts, right? Let's make it clearer. Bolt, to secure, but it also means to flee. Bound, heading to a destination, but also restrained from movement. Cleave, to adhere, and also to separate. Dust, dust is my favorite one. Dust, to add fine particles, like you dust a cake, but also to remove them, like you dust a shelf. How about that? That's nuts. Fast means quick, but also stuck or made stable. Like to fasten something, eh? it's nuts. Left means remained, but also means departed. Um, Peer, a peer also means a person of nobility, but also an equal. Nuts. And then sanction means to approve or to boycott. And weather means to withstand and also to wear away. How weird is the English language? Right? But I loved it. I love that kind of shit. Um, I'm strange. I'm strange like that. But I love it. I mean, there's not much more you can do with that information. Maybe just annoy people with pedantry like I would do. Um. Is pedantry a word? Um, Pedanticness is what I'm really saying, but I think pedantry is a word, rather than pedanticness. Now I have to Google that, I won't be able to move on. Ped, pedantry, pedantry meaning. Yeah, there you go, it's the right word. I'm smart. Right, well, what else we got on in, in the world? Uh know we got 17 minutes? Um I can't think of anything else that's really been happening. Uh No, pubs opened. I mean we're in July, we're in the second half of the year now. We're heading towards the end, you can only run how far can you run into the woods? Halfway. Because after that you're running out of it, and that's what it's 2020. I think a lot of people want to see the back of this year. Um, when this year will go back to normality, don't know, mate. Don't actually know. Don't have a clue when we'll go back to normality, but one day we will. And um, but I'm not sure if that's going to be this year. Is this year write off? Like we've got my uh, my cousin, and his girlfriend, suggesting about going on holiday this year, maybe to Dubai. Said if I want to go or not I was like I'm willing to go If everything is refundable and cancellable that, That's That's the only holiday I'm willing to book It needs to be refundable And cancellable Because um, um I can't commit to To any money I can't commit to any, any money Where I can't guarantee getting that shit back Can you imagine? Because you don't know when the, another lockdown's just going to come up anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, just come out of nowhere. Because the... Everyone's so flipping and floppy. Like, the worst thing... The last thing I want is to go to another country and then be locked down in that country. I don't mind coming back and doing the quarantine shit for two weeks because I can stay indoors and not talk to anyone anyway. That's easy enough for me to do. But... Full lockdown in another country, especially in Dubai, where you have to pay the stuff up front, and then go through your insurance. You know, you just like okay, have a bottle of water, please, and they've only got gold-plated water. And like, I don't want that, mate. I just, just, just an Evian will do, please. And I am just depleting my cash, overdraft, credit cards. And then I'm having to wait seven months to explain to insurers uh, how how I'm actually owed this money back. Nah, not a chance, not a chance. Um, right, let's get to some dear Deirdre because um, I'm hot and I'm melting. And um, that's not fun. And to think I was considering getting a chocolate bar for I sat in the car, that would be absolute liquid right now. So I'm uh, glad I didn't do that. Uh, right dear oh, deirdre oh dear this is uh, this is dreadful dear deirdre i cheated and got a 17 year old pregnant but still really love my son's mother ah that uh, no, that's one thing i forgot to talk about bloody jada and august Alcina. Just this age gap thing just made me think about that. How did I forget about that? Hey? How oh, um it's funny man, it's funny how there's so much Me Too energy in the air. Look how quickly we just drop that where the genders switch around. Like, um because this Me Too energy it's not even talking about, you know, the obvious stuff where it's no, just rape. We're talking about creepiness and sexual misconduct and inappropriateness. So it's all those things. And for some reason, when it's a woman who's taken in a 21-year-old, introduced to her as a friend of her son, who the 21-year-old has left his home because of issues with his parents. One of his parents died, one of his parents did with drugs. He has drug issues himself, depression... So he's come to your house for some, you know, rehabilitation. And then you end up bagging him. And everyone's like, Ah, ban banter, look how messed up your marriage is. Or they're like, mm, banter, August I've seen has got a big dick though, so... I'm just like, what? I mean, we, you know, do we have to really turn it around to make people understand what that means? imagine hey, that's a man smashing a 21 year old woman who's had gone through all that stuff vulnerable friend of his daughter smashed her and everyone's like yeah but you've seen those tits though mm. I have to can't can't resist it like you'd be like what are you talking about mate So I know it's similar to racism where it's not exactly the same black to white man to woman. And vice versa. No, it's not exactly the same. But we're trying to bring this culture of equality. So it's the same with black and white people. The reaction to racism isn't for black people to start hating white people. <laughs> you know what I mean there's that like you don't just do you don't just match the shit behaviour of the dominant group. You know, that isn't how you do it. So um, yeah, right so anyway. Dear did I cheated and got a 17-year-old pregnant but still love my son's mother. Oops, I had fun sex with a woman. Woman, she's 17, actually not even an adult. So you can say woman, I mean she's legal, but not an adult, so easy with the woman. I had fun sex with a woman, um, though I really love my son's mother. Now, the woman is going to have my baby. You keep, I feel like you're saying woman. I know I'm reading it, but I feel like you're saying woman a lot. Um, now, the woman is going to have my baby too. I'm worried I'm going to be judged. Mm, yeah. I have been in a relationship with my son's mum for three years. He is a year old, she is 26, I'm 28. So, you are 11 years older, which isn't weird, 11 years exactly, but 17 and 28, yeah, a little bit. Um, we haven't been able to afford our own place yet. Mm, this isn't going to help um, yet. So still live with my family, still live in my family home. In my case, uh, with my mum and three sisters. Jeez, that is a lot of people in the house. Especially with this new woman and the new kid, a lot. Um, I love her and want to get our own home and marry her when we can afford it. I am very involved in our community Uh-oh, and help organise a couple of projects for local young people. Uh, One of them held a disco last summer, and I got dancing with a 17-year-old girl. How? Now you said girl. That's what I've been listening for. Girl. 17-year-old girl, because that's what she is. Um, She was a great dancer, good looking, and laughed a lot. Of course she laughed a lot. She's a kid. Um, I felt like a teenager myself again. Yeah, because you're as old as the person you're feeling. And she is a teenager. You fucking creep. Anyway, we started dating, and after what dating? How? What'd do you do? Go cinema? Have some ice cream? <laughs> bet you did. Probably bought us some balloons. Uh, anyway, we started dating, and after a while we had sex. I didn't see it as anything serious. I was just having a bit of fun. Of course, that's what you do with kids. You play. Have fun. Why would you think yourself was something serious? Uh, we always used protect- protection, but one time the condom split. Let's guess, she didn't get the morning after pill cause she wasn't old enough to be allowed out past a certain time. <laughs> anyway, I later found out she was swapping sexy messages with another guy on her phone, so I broke up with her. Did you? Or did you go down to the school and beat him up? Anyway, I didn't mind as I never saw it as anything serious. Life moved on and I was still happy with my little family. Then the other girl messaged me to say she's pregnant and the baby is mine. Oh, now you're not even sure if the baby's yours. Now you have to do a DNA test. Or play the other potential dad at a game of Wembley Singles. First to ten wids. Um, anyway, I'll play a game of runouts. I don't know. Um, I don't mind uh, as I love children, but my son's mum was broken hearted when I told her. Yeah, obviously she sobbed but in the end i persuaded her to forgive me what a guy and my main issue now is how other people judge me when the baby arrives i haven't told my mum yet and i know she will be furious because but also very disappointed which will feel worse and this girl is so much younger than me i am a role model for young people in this area and now i will be seen as untrustworthy damn right you will And uh, that's the consequence of your action, mate. Um, I've heard many people say this as a parenting technique. They're going to play a game with their kids called Consequences. Where basically, they learn that actions have consequences. And when you smash a lady and a condom breaks and your attitude is, well, it was a bit of fun. I've got to go home now. Uh, One of the consequences could be that lady gets pregnant. When I say lady, I mean girl, because she's 17. And she probably hasn't even finished her A-Levels. So, yeah. Anyway, I can't stand the thought of being judged and I'm desperate to find a way around this. Uh, my other worry is now is financial. I promised both women I would support both my children. I'm furloughed now, but I fear I will soon be made redundant. mm mm you are going to be broke have two disappointed women and two kids looking up to you like you ain't shit dad Um, yeah it's gonna be all kind of nuts for you mate community gonna be looking at you like you're like you're a piece of shit Um, can't lie man there's no real upside to this scenario for you literally none Uh, you may have to take up drinking take up drinking, um, let your life spiral out of control a little bit, and then maybe people might feel sorry for you, I don't know. Maybe that's the only way out of it. Not the best advice, but that's all I can think of, mate. Uh, Next one. All right. Conline dating. My wife has fallen for a scammer she thinks loves her and sent him £500. Wait a minute. See so, so your wife's cheating on you? Because that counts as cheating. Even if it isn't a real person, it's just scamming. The fact she got into that position is because she wanted to cheat. So, so your wife's dumb and a cheater. Oh, God. Let's read on. Dear G, my wife has fallen for a scammer she thinks loves her. She has already sent him £500. I'm 55, she's 49, she's too young to be scammed like that, but carry on. This is the second marriage for both of us. Well, she's looking for a third, and she's got to pay for the wedding, and for the groom, and for his house, and anything else he wants. Get out of there now, mate. Um, After lockdown kicked in, our relationship took a dive because of the pressure. My wife turned colder towards me and kept her phone with her all the time. Classic sign of cheating. Uh, mm, I've been turning cold and keep your phone with you all the time. Guess I keep my phone with me all the time. But that's because I play football manager at any given moment. (laughs) That's why. Um... Because when my wife talks to me, I I now, I try to just put my phone down because I could get accused of not listening or giving her full attention. Even if she has just spent all of her time playing on Instagram and then has decided to talk to me, I will put my phone down because I just don't want the beef. (laughs) Um, And that happens sometimes. So then when I go away from her, I'm like, I'm bloody take my phone this time, so i can get to Karen looking at these fire me that I was looking at. Um, yeah, so it's not always suspicious something someone who keeps their phone with them all the time. Um, maybe sign a phone addiction. I won't deny that. But anyway, um, I asked if... If the... Classical cheating. I asked her if anything was going on, but she denied it. Eventually, I managed to look at her phone, and there was hundreds of messages professing like undeli- Undying love with a guy claiming to work on an oil rig. It was clear he's a scammer. She seems convinced by him. Well, I was all like the text in uh, different fonts, absolutely horrendous grammar. I said I read the I read a scammer email on uh, the Green and the Green Room podcast. I just don't know why they just don't spend a little bit of time just you know getting the grammar right. Is it that anyone who does these scams like once they learn english at a higher level they go well, actually i could probably just go get a real job then scamming gets you paid then that hush puppy guy get loads of money from his scamming i mean but it also gets you in prison so we'll see anyway um so it was clear he's a scammer she seems convinced by him should i warn her though i'll have to admit going into a phone the hints i've dropped have made no difference here's what you do you protect your money You stop having a uh, joint bank account, yeah? You stop having a joint bank account. Yeah, you make her chip money in for the bills. And you just let her spend all of her money. Let her spend all of her money and just let it just dwindle away, mate. Let her get poor. And then you file for divorce for unreconcilable differences. And then you just boot her to the gutter with no internet connection, and then a scammer man can't can't rescue her. Uh, that's, that's fucking brutal. That's um yeah, tell her, tell her you're allowed to justify your first crime if you find out a, a greater crime. That's a fact. Yeah, If you go through someone's phone, you better find some. Because if you don't and they find out you've been through their phone, then you have committed a huge crime of distrust. And if they are doing something dastardly, they can double down and protect themselves from ever being detected going forward. They will gaslight the shit out of you. I saw you talk to that woman. this just like last time when you went down my phone. You found nothing. And all now the guy's actually bagging away. He's bagging your sister. He's bagging your mum. He's bagging your best friend. He's bagging his best friend. But because you didn't amount enough evidence to form a solid case against him, you you fucked it. And now he can never bring that case forward again. So no. No, no, no. Right, last one. Excuses. My partner has completely lost his drive and always says he's not in the mood for sex and my partner and I are only in our mid-twenties but when I suggest sex his answer is nearly always I'm not in the mood. Maybe he's depressed. Men don't always want sex but but it's weird to never want it so I think that sounds like depression to me but I'm not a doctor. Anyway before we moved in together two years ago we used to have sex three or four times a week Ah, familiarity breeds contempt my friend not in each other's space all the time you're probably like not doing sexy shit anymore you're wearing your ugly knickers you, you know what I mean you've got like your headscarf on you're just doing just unsexy things I remember my wife yeah <laughs> you gotta be honest with each other she... She had her hair done, and she tried to put on a do-rag, and I just said, no. That's the thing though, that's what we do in relationship, we're not honest. So we'll just let it happen, and then resent the other person for not being attractive to us. I was like, no, 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 no. Said, you're not wearing a do-rag, you look like a jailbird, no. You look should be an orange is the new black, not a chance. And do you know what she did? She told me to go fuck myself. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. She she took it off and she got a headscarf, a nice silky headscarf instead. And she was like, well I need to protect my hair. And I was like, do what? That's fair, I get that. But just not the do-rag. You know what I mean? I feel like she played one-on-one basketball with you or something with the do-rag or just no. And then we just there you go. So sometimes when you live with each other, you end up doing things that just aren't sexy anymore. And uh, maybe that's what's happened. I don't know. I'm just blaming you. I don't even know what the situation is. Let's carry on reading. But since we got our own place, he's completely lost his drive. And when we do have sex, it's always amazing. And we both agree on that. But we have sex just once or twice a month now, and he doesn't even masturbate other times. (laughs) Wait, how do you know? Did he say that? Because if you open up those incognito browser windows you're just gonna see just pages of filth there's 50 tabs open just there's no need for all of this information this sexual data there's no need for all of that but he's got it all open he's in a frenzy absolute wank frenzy anyway um, he doesn't even masturbate other times so he says he has seen a doctor who did blood tests and said there's nothing wrong so it's psychological I'd be happy if things went back to the way they were, or even just once a week. But he just keeps saying he's not in the mood. Have you tried getting him in the mood? How about that? Or do you just lay there next to him, staring at the ceiling, going, "Why isn't he trying it on with me?" Yeah, I see. I don't know. Die, man. We'll see. But anyway, I think that's the end of the pod. I've I've spoken for too long. I'm burning up. Uh, I need to get out of here. Go visit my mum today. Uh, It was her birthday in the week. So shout out to mum. And uh, shout out to Bob. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's that's it. Um, Right, that's the end of the pod. I'm out of here. Peace.